Hi and welcome to today's episode of Hope, Help and Happiness. So today what I want to talk about is something that I saw on YouTube recently and not sure why it came up in my feed but there was a video about uh, a Tony Robbins experience at one of his live events and it wasn't a formal one from the Tony Robbins organisation it was a video taken by a member of the audience watching him work with a member of the audience about an issue she was dealing with. So the title of this video was Tony Robbins Cures a Woman's Depression on Stage in One Session. Now, I have been to a number of Tony Robbins events. I'm a big fan of the work he's done. I've watched him over the last 25 years, read uh, some of his books. I've even spoken to him personally. And I've always been impressed with the skill level that this guy has in being able to deal live with someone and talk them through any issue that they're having. He's very astute and very in tune with the people he works with and is able to cut through the mental fog that people often have about the issues they're experiencing and get through to the root cause and deal with them straight away and the differences he can make are often transformational. So having seen that and experienced that and seen other videos of him doing similar work I thought I'd have a look at this. So this woman was, uh, the, the filming starts uh, at a point when they've already begun their interaction. And essentially it sounds like this woman is really depressed because of concerns and worries about how she's going to help her daughter. And so this conversation goes on for a while and Tony Robbins is quite tough when he deals with people because often he needs to break their pattern in order for them to be able to see a more constructive, a healthy way forward. And he basically tells her not, not to shut up, but basically asks her to be quiet so he can make his point. And he accuses her, or sorry, she accuses him of thinking in a certain way. And he basically says, well, you don't know what I'm thinking. And then, which is true, we never know what someone else is thinking. She then accuses him of saying she wasn't depressed. And he said, no, I didn't say that. The audience said that they thought that you might or might not be depressed. And so there was this bit of friction between the two as she was trying to say one thing and he was trying to prove another. But what was interesting is that she was hanging on to her state. And he basically says, look, I'm here to try and help you. Look into my eyes. He actually said this, look into my eyes. I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to try and help you. Let me do my work. And he says, look, you're free to choose the reaction that you have. It's a choice that you have. And he said, but beating, up, beating yourself up is not going to help your daughter. And so they had this conversation and he basically said to her, he said, look, the challenge you've got is you're married to the identity of being depressed. And it's quite a powerful statement. And when I reflect back on my own experiences, I can relate to that completely because there have been times when I've hung on to the feelings of being low, the dark feelings and the behaviours that prompt that because they are consistent with the view I have of myself. 
the identity of being depressed means I have to, I have to act a certain way when I feel depressed. And so I related to that. And I think part of me helping myself recover is being truly honest with myself and recognizing that sometimes I'm addicted to these feelings of being depressed. I'm used to them. And having something else different is alien to me. I don't like the change, therefore I will resist the change. So it's quite a powerful thing to think about. Now, in the interaction with this woman, he asks her, is there a moment when you're not depressed? Is there a point when you feel differently? And she basically said, yeah, absolutely. And the time she referred to was when she got a commission check. Um, and so he talked about that and got her to talk, got her to behave like she was when um, she gets a commission check. And so you could see her change her state. And I think this is what Tony Robbins actually did in this video, in this interaction. He didn't cure her depression. What he did is he changed her state by getting her to think about something else. And he said that he wants to get her to a place where he can help her. And he says, you have the ability to not be depressed because you've just demonstrated that when you were talking about getting your commission check, which made you feel really good. So you have that ability. And what he said is there's a formula. There's a formula for feeling good. There's a formula for feeling bad. And they have the same components. He said, how you use your body, what you focus on, and the story that you tell yourself all contributes to how you're feeling. So he had her celebrate what it would be like if you got the, if you got the most, the biggest commission check in her life, which he'd already said is something that makes her feel really happy. And she pretended that was the case and acted like she would do if she got that. She used her body differently. She said different things. She was focusing on something different. So he pointed that out to her. He says, you have the choice to do that. And the question he asked is, who is doing the depression? He said, because you do depression. You follow that formula. You do depression. But you can choose not to do it. So the formula for depression, so your body might be sort of, uh, have uh, your shoulders hunched, you might be looking down, you might not be smiling, your focus might be on the dark thoughts that you're having, and the story you might be telling yourself is how bad you feel about yourself or how things are really, really bad. And all that adds together to give you the formula for depression. The formula for feeling better about yourself is using your body differently, standing up, you, smiling, even though you may not feel like smiling, looking up, all those factors contribute to you feeling more positive. Physiologically, you can't feel down and smile at the same time. Um, what you focus on, the, it's sunny outside as I'm recording this, um, focusing on, on the friends that I have, focus on the things that I've managed to achieve, focusing on the good things in my life. The story I tell myself, in the past I've told myself this story about how I've got low self-esteem, how it's affected me, how I've been a trophy child, blah, 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 blah. And that has set in, tone, in stone the framework for which being depressed is easier. So I know I've got to change that story. But it was really interesting in watching him work. And it is quite a simple thing. It's not an easy thing to change. But the three components, how you use your body, what you focus on, the story you're telling yourself. That is what 
creates a formula for how you're feeling right now. Now, for me, the strategies I use to get out of feeling low when I was still struggling to get out of bed, this is only a few weeks ago now, um, was focused on my focus. The story didn't change because I kept telling myself bad stories all the time. That's only started to shift once I got the other two areas um, working uh, together. Um, I've talked about how I have uh, affected my body by starting exercising again. The dancing, when I go dancing, that makes a big difference. In fact, the dancing is a way, when I've been really, really low, I've still gone dancing because I know I've had to. I have to use my body in a different way. I'm dancing to music. I'm around people who are energized and excited. I'm engaging with other people. I have to focus on something different. I start telling myself, in fact, the only story I tell myself is about being a dancer because I can't think of anything else. All that interrupts my pattern. So the sort of things that I was using to distract my focus when I was at my lowest was I would go on Amazon Prime and watch movies. Um, not always happy movies, sometimes they were dark movies, but they were movies nevertheless. And by being sucked into the performance of a movie got me out of my head and distracted me from the feelings I had. Um, so I would do that. Um, sometimes I would listen to music, but I found TV has been the the, uh, the best way forward. Occasionally, if I had to be around friends because I couldn't escape because of other commitments or if I'd been dancing, I'd pretend that I was happy. So my focus on them took my focus away from myself. And really any activity that fully engaged me, a couple of times I went and did a yoga class. And when you're doing yoga, you can't, you can't not focus on the postures, otherwise you will fall over. And so that took my focus away from the things that were making me depressed onto other stuff. So I know that if I can shift my focus, that will allow me then to be more likely to use my body better and start to change my story because I start to feel better. So the formula, once again, is your body, how you use it, what you focus on, and the story. And I thought it was important to share that because it's one of the things that I realise that gets me into depression, but also it's what I can use to get out. Now, because sometimes I'm married to the identity of being depressed, I'm addicted to it. Sometimes I know what I should do, but I just hang on to it and I cling on to it. That's part of my growth in order to be able to deal with that and have the emotional intelligence to work through that. And slowly but surely, I'm starting to feel that happen. So that's today's episode. Um, a slight tangent from the path I've been taking in terms of developing myself, but it was one that I happened to catch this video. I saw it, I thought, right, that's raised some issues for me that I, I want to talk about and share. And this might be of help to you, but it helps me in being able to talk about it and describe it and express it. It's a form of therapy, if you like. In fact, so you're, you're being my therapist, even though we've never met. So that's today's episode and until tomorrow.